Here's a thought about photography and idealism. And again, I'm picking up from the ideas from the last couple of Here's a Thought commentaries about Mortensen and about the way photography is a fiction and doesn't necessarily represent the real. It's edited, in other words. What you choose to photograph, what you point your camera at, says something really important. And what you leave out is as important as what you put in, particularly when it comes to this idea of idealism. What I'm trying to get at here is this, that a lot of the landscapes that we see from traditional landscape photographers are beautiful, lovely, inspiring, motivational. I'm so glad they exist. I'm so delighted to publish them in Lenswork. But they are an idealized view of the world. We choose the just the right moment, just the right light. We exclude things that we don't want to include, like the parking lots and the crowds in Yosemite. Those aren't part of the idealized world. I've often thought of it this way. If you weren't from planet Earth, but somehow you were sent all the collective fine art photography that represents the best in photography in the last 50 or 100 years, you would have this vision of the world that is not really what the world is because the vision you would be presented is an idealized vision, not of what the world is, but more what we would like it to be. And that to a very large degree, a lot of photography, not all of it, but a lot of photography is representing an idealized, utopian-esque kind of world. Those pictures of Ansel Adams that I've been talking about are what we would like Yosemite to be, but not what we experience it to be. I became aware of this really acutely a number of years ago. I was out photographing in Owens Valley, and I had parked my car on the edge of this little bluff that gave me a little rise in altitude to be able to photograph down and across a landscape. And I pulled out my camera and my tripod, ready to make this pristine little picture of the Owens Valley Desert. And as I walked over close to the edge of this little precipice, I looked straight down, and I found that someone had dumped a whole bunch of garbage and a couple of used appliances and just junk, just thrown it over the edge of this little precipice. And there it was. And I thought, oh, that's too bad. But what did I do? What I did was compose an image that excluded the garbage. I didn't photograph what I found. I didn't photograph what was there. I photographed this idealized view of the desert without the garbage. So I didn't make a real photograph. I made an idealized, utopian-esque photograph. And once that had registered in my consciousness... I put on a different lens, backed up a little bit, and made the photograph again with all the garbage down at the bottom of the little precipice so that you could see it. These two photographs represented completely opposite points of view. One was a fiction. The other one was real. But which photograph would I print, include in a gallery exhibition, etc.? Well, it completely depends on my point of view. If what I wanted to do was say, this is how we are mistreating the planet, I would include the one with the garbage. 
If I wanted to say, this is the planet that we would like to live on, this fictionalized planet that's utopian and ideal in nature, then I would choose the photograph that did not have the garbage in it. As I view it, a tremendous amount of contemporary photography is idealistic. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it shouldn't be. I'm just saying we should be aware that it is and that the choices that we make as photographers can either represent an idealized, utopian-esque world or we can represent the world as it is. Sometimes those two are going to be exactly the same photograph. Sometimes they're not. Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing